Welcome to the Summit County HealthCast, a podcast to improve the health and wellness of residents in Summit County, Utah. Join us as we interview local experts, professionals, and more to provide you with the best health and wellness tips Summit County has to offer. Let's get started. Everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Summit County HealthCast. I'm here with returning guest Serene Brooks. How's it going today, Serene? It's going great, Derek. So today we are talking about nutrition, specifically back to school nutrition. And Serene, who is one of our health educators and a registered dietitian, has some tips today that she's going to give us. Going from the top down, let's start with breakfast. I know a lot of times in the busy morning getting ready for school or work, it's easy to skip breakfast or grab something really light. Why is it important to get a balanced, filling breakfast to start your day off, especially if you're sending your kids to school? You always hear it said that breakfast is the most important meal of the day, and there's some reasons why that is is mostly true. You think about how long your body has been without food. So when you're sending your child out the door to school, they've been without food for probably eight to 10 hours or maybe even longer. And so they're going to need some energy to keep them going. And you may have a child that isn't a breakfast eater, or maybe you're not a breakfast eater, um, but it's a really good habit to get your family in the habit of eating breakfast. The body just needs food for energy as well as your mind. So your child will perform better at school if they've had a good breakfast before they walk out the door. So on a scale of not so great to some of the better things you can eat, kind of the best stuff you have and what are some things maybe you should stay away from that people often resort to or fall back to when they're in a hurry for breakfast? I think one of the best things that you could give your child would be something like a bowl of oatmeal with some fruit in it, some wheat toast with jam and a glass of milk. Things like that are a good thing to go towards. Things like donuts and pastries and Pop-Tarts, they don't have a lot of nutritional value. So while they might give you that quick energy that you need because you're hungry and they might taste really good in the morning, that sugar is gone much more quickly and it will leave them hungry before lunch. Sometimes even gives them that sugar crash. So they get a lot of sugar all at once where they haven't been eating for several hours. Then it burns up quickly and then they just kind of drop. So those are kind of things to avoid. If they are going to have something like a Pop-Tart with breakfast, I would suggest having and eat something else with it too, like a glass of milk or even a string cheese and a muffin is a good option for breakfast if you need something quick. Backing up a little bit, why is nutrition and what, what our children are eating, how does that factor in with their success or their attentiveness in the classroom? What they eat does affect their ability to concentrate in school. So if they've had a good breakfast, they're not hungry, their brain is going to just work a lot better. They're going to be able to pay attention better. They're going to have more energy to not maybe lose focus on what the teachers are saying. Good nutrition does affect their ability to focus and perform better in school. And just going back one last time to breakfast, after coming out of being at home all summer and having stuff to snack on through the day, it's a big change when you go to school and you have breakfast in the morning 
and then you're pretty much on your own until lunch rolls around. It's a little bit different. So if you don't start off right, you're definitely going to be hungry and definitely going to, I'm sure that's going to impact your performance over the long run. Yes, it definitely will. And that's where having something with maybe even a little protein along with your breakfast can help make you stay full a little bit longer. I brought up the oatmeal. Oatmeal does digest a little bit more slowly. It does keep you full a little bit longer. And I think sometimes people forget that the brain uses food for energy just like our body does. So that's where that component of being able to concentrate and feel better. Plus, when you get hungry, you get a little bit restless. So that can affect it as well. All right, so let's move into lunch now. Just starting off some basic guidelines, whether your children have a school lunch or whether they take lunch with you. Why is lunch so important? What are some things we should be looking out for to eat there? And what are some things, again, that maybe we should avoid our children having at that time of the day? Yes, lunch is important as well. And some children do like to take a school, um, eat the school lunch, and others would prefer to take lunch from home. And either of those are fine. But this is a good opportunity to discuss making good choices with your child. So if your child likes to have school lunch, it's a good thing to visit with them about what they choose to eat off of their tray. The school system is mandated to provide certain things for school lunch. So they are getting a well-balanced meal if they eat school lunch. I would encourage your children to eat as much as they can on their tray and especially the produce, so especially the fruits and the vegetables and to drink their milk and try some of the new foods they might get served, eat some of the main dish so they can get some protein. Encourage them to have a little bit of everything on their tray so that they're getting all the nutrition that they need and that they're not left hungry at the end of the day if all they do is eat their cookie and throw everything else in the garbage. Now, when it comes to taking their own lunches from home, that is a perfect opportunity to send some type of fruit and vegetable in their lunch. It's really common to see kids bring to school things like a sandwich and then a little bag of chips and a treat for dessert and a juice box. And that doesn't provide the balance that they need in their in their lunch. Have things on hand for their lunch. So baby baby carrots or some sliced apples, things like that that they can take with them that they would enjoy with their lunch. And if they want to take a small bite-sized candy bar or something, little treat, there's nothing wrong with them having a treat. But I would try things like replacing the chips with, with a fruit or a vegetable, help them get the balance that they need in their lunch if they're taking one from home. And going along with that, I know there's been a push in recent years to either remove or alter the things that are available in vending machines, specifically kind of what you could consider junk food or some really sugary drinks and things like that. Why is it important to also educate your children on some of those things? As they get older and they have their own money that they're taking to school, often going to the vending machine throughout the day for a snack or sometimes even a substitute for lunch sometimes, how can that play an impact if they're kind of leaning to more towards those items rather than eating their school lunch? Yes, vending has become more popular, but the choices in the vending machine have also broadened, so that's a good thing too. Help your children understand how to make a good choice when it comes to the vending machine. To have a treat out of the vending machine once in a while is fine, or maybe encourage them to share with a friend if they're gonna buy a candy bar. Encourage them to not substitute the vending machine for their lunch. Maybe help them select ideas of things they could choose out of the vending machine, such as trail mix or maybe some smaller portion size treats so that if they do go to the vending machine, 
they can make a really good choice while they're there. Now moving on, school's out and your child is coming home, been running around at recess all day and studying hard, and they're hungry but it's not quite dinner time yet. So what are some items that you would recommend can be available for parents to provide their kids when they get home from school as an after school snack? I believe in an after school snack. I think it's an important thing. Most children do come home pretty hungry and it is a waste before dinner time. But I think the key to that is having things ready and available when they walk in the door. Some of my favorites would be a sliced apple. Kids are just more likely to eat an apple if it's sliced than if you have it sitting in a fruit bowl on the counter or any other fruit for that matter. Other ideas would be things like slice up some cheese and have that sitting out with crackers or even just a peanut butter and jelly sandwich that you cut in fourths and have it sitting out on a plate and let your kids snack on that and maybe with a glass of milk. Those are all really good, healthy after-school snacks that will keep them satisfied till it's time for dinner. When dinner time rolls around, there's a lot of things we're gonna talk about here. One, let's start off with just the meal itself. A little bit different than breakfast where you're starting off your day or lunch at school where kids may be taking something or the school may be serving something for them. What are some good items to kind of round out the day that you can serve to help your kids get through the evening, whether they've got practice or they need to study and different things like that? Yeah, family mealtime is a really important part of the day. And there's a lot of components to family meal time, but as far as the foods that you choose to prepare for your family, it's really important to plan things like a fruit and a vegetable with each dinner. Plan a, a healthy protein that they eat with their meal. So half of the dinner plate should have produce on it. So it should be fruits and vegetables would cover half the plate. And I think sometimes people forget to include that in their meal. They grab something pre-made, they grab some takeout, because nighttime is kind of hectic and busy. But if you can plan ahead and make something from scratch and plan a vegetable and a fruit, maybe a side dish with a, a roll or a piece of bread is fine. Get some protein in there, maybe even a glass of milk with the drink or water. Those would all be ways to balance out the dinner plate. And if it's there available for kids to eat, they'll usually be pretty happy to eat anything you serve them. Okay. The other component of family mealtime, why I, we all have busy, crazy, hectic lives going on between responsibilities with parents to the extracurricular activities that kids have going on, that it can be hard to sit down together and share a meal. But why is that important from the social or maybe mental side of things? There's been a lot of studies done on the impact of family mealtime. And just like you said, it is difficult sometimes to get the whole family together. But as often as possible, family mealtime has a lot of positive benefits. So some of these would be things such as better academic performance, higher self-esteem. Children who regularly have family mealtime tend to recover from difficult situations a little bit more easily. It also reduces the risk of teen pregnancy, substance abuse, depression. Those are all really pretty big things and studies have shown family mealtime to really reduce some of those things in a child's life. It's also shown to help reduce behavioral problems and also families tend to eat more fruits and vegetables when they have family mealtime. So that's a really plus thing too, because that then helps avoid eating disorders, obesity, 
eventually chronic disease. So that's a pretty important thing to try to work in family mealtime as much as possible. And it also gives a chance for families just to visit and parents to catch up on what their kids are doing. It's really important to keep family mealtime as a positive time where conversation is enjoyed and you can just kind of chat with your kids about things and save time for um, discussing other things for a later time. If it's something that your kids are in trouble for, family meal time isn't always the best time because then that kind of puts a negative tone on the dinner and then children tend to not eat as well. Okay, I think that's an important tip to bring up. Sometimes getting everybody together for a family meal in the first place seems like an impossible task, but when the meal turns into maybe arguing among siblings or a lecture from a parent, that kind of puts a whole other negative spin on things. Yep, it definitely does. And then you start to lose some of these benefits that I talked about earlier from having the family meal time. So keep it positive and enjoy eating together as a family as often as possible. And then we've also got just a couple bonus tips we want to share. So we've talked about the food side of the nutrition thing, but drinking water, why is it so important for our children to be drinking water, taking a water bottle, and staying hydrated. Yeah, water provides, mostly provides all the hydration that you need for the average day. Even children who are involved in athletics typically only need water to rehydrate. The only exception to that is if they're gonna be in intense physical activity for more than an hour. So hour and a half, two hours of intense physical activity, they may wanna look at a sport drink, but other than that, water is really the best choice. And I feel like water becomes a habit. So if your child learns at a young age that water is the best choice to drink, that's something that they'll carry with them as they get older. And that's what will taste good to them. That's what they'll think about when they're thirsty. That's what they'll go for. So water is really important. Children tend to lean towards juices, and that's because they're sweet and they do taste good. But average juice box has about six teaspoons of sugar in it. It's recommended that children don't exceed four to five teaspoons of added sugar in a day. That's a fair amount of sugar in one juice box. It's really easy to drink your calories, drink your sugar when it's really not needed. So water really is just the best choice to, to grab when you're thirsty. And that's kind of an important thing we haven't touched on, kind of an umbrella of everything we've talked about, is not only your child's nutrition now in the moment, but establishing these healthy habits for when they go off to college and kind of get on their own as well and become adults. Yeah, most children will carry habits throughout their whole life. The things that they develop as a child, the lifestyles that they're taught at home, those things carry over into adulthood. And yeah, they may go through teenage years where they want to drink a lot of soda and they want to eat a lot of candy, but eventually kids will go back to what they learned when they were younger. All right, Serene, thank you so much for yeah. stopping by. Just to wrap things up, is there kind of one main message that you want to get across to people and let them know about back-to-school nutrition? Just, I think the key to success with this is to plan ahead and have these healthy foods available and ready for your kids to eat. Encourage them to select wisely when they're choosing a snack and a meal. But if you have it there ready to go, they're going to be more likely to eat it. And then just get out and be active with them and enjoy your kids. Awesome, Serene. Thanks so much. And if anyone is looking for more information on this topic, they can give us a call to the health department and ask for someone in health education to talk to. Or you can visit our website. It's got a ton of great information for nutrition for children, nutrition for children playing sports, and other information like that you might be looking for. Thanks, Serene. Thank you, Derek. 
Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Summit County HealthCast. For news, program information, and more, visit us at summitcountyhealth.org. Stay healthy, Summit County.